Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast, and it's the same as it always is. We're going to talk about the media we consumed last month for the month that was May? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm Connor. I'm Harry, hello. Um, we hope you're well. We hope you're doing well. Yeah, yeah. because we're not mean. No. Sometimes. Um, things, Usually. things happened. Uh, we watched things. We consumed things. Yep. We live Correct. in a consumerist culture. This is all that matters. Um, nice. We should talk about the things we consumed. You can go first. Oh, with what? Like what? What? I mean, there's, there's well, a we, few things. To be fair, there's... we always we always say that we're gonna do. Um, we always do films and TV, and then we sometimes do like games and other stuff. But it usually consists of just film and TV, unless you've like listened to anything or any miscellaneous. I, mean, so, like, I usually do, but I, I haven't last month. I only the only thing I did was I finished a game because technically that was May. Oh shit! Yeah, of course it was that before it turned June, um, and I finished after getting it. I don't know a month after it came out, maybe the day it came out. Around the, I got it around the time it came out back in good old. Was it 2020 or 2021 that game came out? I want to say 2020. Because I think, I think the remastered edition came in 2021. Um, the game we're talking about, of course, is Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Which is how it's said for people that don't know how to say it. Oh, it's just a beautiful game. It's... Did you play it in black and white or did you play it in colour? I played it in colour because the black and white is more of a... Um, a gimmick like the game wasn't made for black and white it's just, it was done in black and white so like oh it's like it's like Akira Kurosawa's films right okay and even all of Akira Kurosawa's films weren't all in black and white so yeah. <laughs> but yeah no yeah, I played fair. it normal because I wanted to see colour yeah because that we see life in colour I mean but yeah, it's yeah you're not wrong I was, I was late too in terms of actually completing it I yeah, I think it like, like twice in total last year, um, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I finally completed it, and um, I done all the side stuff already. So that when I completed it, I was like two, two or three trophies away from platinuming it. So, oh uh, yeah, nice. I do want to try and get the DLC when I can, and I'm going to do a new game plus because I love that game. Yeah, it's a very and good game. I don't want it to end. Make, they must be making a sequel, surely. They are making a sequel. Sick. I mean, I yeah, know it's, it's not officially confirmed, but like based on like things that have been, you know, like job job posts and stuff like that. Yeah. Determine that. Oh, look, they're they're making a sequel. And obviously, there's also a film coming out at some point. Uh, oh yeah, I remember the film. Yeah, I thought it was a TV series for some reason. I thought it was initially, but no, it's a film. Sony oh. mainly do films. Yeah, true. They've got their... They're doing something for Horizon God of War as well, aren't they? Uh, Yeah, I think one of them's an Amazon show. I think God of War think... is an Amazon show. Yeah, and Horizon Which I think Netflix. it comes down to a matter of... I don't think it's always down to like Sony, maybe. It's down to the company that makes the game as well. Even though I think all the companies are owned by Sony, Sony now. Yeah. Like Santa Monica Studios is owned by Sony now. 
Insomniac is owned by Sony. Yep. Guerrilla Games is who made um, Horizon, I believe. Yes, yes. And um, obviously, Sucker Punch made Ghost of Tsushima. I might go replay it, to be fair. I did really enjoy it. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. You've got your save data, just do a new game pass. Yeah. I mean, I've been been replaying lots of older games, well, games I've already played for at the moment. So, like, I replayed the campaign to 2019's um, Modern Warfare just because they'd got the Modern Warfare 2 reveal this week. So, I was like, oh, I'll replay that. And, like, yeah, a lot of older stuff. I still need to finish the Skywalker saga. But I haven't finished it yet. I'm on episode 9 and I just can't bring myself to finish it. I don't know. It's kind of gotten a bit... It's not a bad game. Like It's a really good game. It looks good as well and there's a lot of open world to it and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But I'm just a bit just a bit bored of it. That's what puts me off of it. Like, I, mean, I do want to get it and play it, but like, just, it's a Lego game. Like, I've been replaying through... The complete saga for a while with my friend. Now we're trying to hundred percent it. So yeah, I like do literally everything, and it's better when you've got two people that game. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Like at least it makes you want to do it because you've got to replay missions, obviously, and you're just like, I don't want to replay every mission by myself. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think they had a good scope to it, and like I said, it looks great, and it is fun to play, but it's I don't know. It doesn't... It doesn't even have to look great. It's it's Lego. It's just got to look like Lego. Yeah, true. That's what gets me with the new Lego games. It's like they're too much. I just want Lego. <laughs> just yeah. I just want to be a crappy <laughs> little Lego minifigure running around. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Make the games look like they're stop motion. Like don't even make the Lego pieces move. Just like they just wobble along. That'd be good. They have to clip into the ground. You can only move like a couple of spaces at a time. It's like a like a board game. You know, one of the Lego games that is meant to be like really, really good is um, DC Super Villains. I want to say, I think that's what it's called. Apparently, know. that's there's, meant there's to be a one few of the DC ones, isn't there? There's two DC like, superheroes ones, and then there's the DC Super Villains one. Yeah, that the the, the villains one. And then I assume um, there's a Lego Batman game, probably. There's three of those. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I don't. There's too many Lego games now. I don't know. They lost their focus. And they just made them. So, like, I think the only Lego games... The only Lego game that is good that's not one of the original Star Wars ones is Lego Indiana Jones for me. Because it, it was before it was before they got too much. Yeah, I also I also enjoyed uh, Pirates of the Caribbean when I played that as well. Didn't you? I, I didn't even remember that existed until you said it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, only, I knew there was, I knew there's the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, but again, I don't care to play those. Yeah, I never, like, I never played the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. But I guess it's for me more. It's like it's not just because I like Star Wars, but I also feel like when I think of Lego, I associate it with Star Wars more than anything. Yeah, I'm not. Like, yeah, for what me, was it's... there like four Lego Indiana Jones sets? <laughs> like, yeah, whenever I think Lego, I automatically think Star Wars. And I can't even think of any like apart from maybe like the eyes the uh, like Isengard Tower like that's well, the that's only the thing, Lego Lord of the Rings thing I can think of. They did the Lego Lord of the Rings game. I didn't play that, and then they brought out the Lego Hobbit game. But with the Lego Hobbit, they brought it out just after the second film, and only had the first two films. And apparently they were going to have like DLC for the third film, but they just never did it. 
Yes, because it probably didn't sell well. Yeah, I don't think it did. I've heard, I think that's when... okay. I've heard that Lego Dimensions is a fun game, but that is a game where you have to buy a game and then you have to buy loads of toy sets so you can have all the pieces to actually play the game in a fun yeah. way. Well, that's the thing. Like my, my stepmom's son has it. Oh, he had it. I don't know if he's still got it. But um, I, I played it a few years ago now. I wanted to play the Doctor Who pack, but I didn't have the Doctor Who pack. But it was it was it was good fun, and I've watched some stuff for it on YouTube. Like I watched the Doctor Who level that they released, and that was that looked fun. But again, I think it's the concept of the game was very very good, but they just didn't take into account how much people would have to pay to no, get no, no, the full no. story. They, they took they they for sure took into account how much money people would have to pay because they knew it'd be kids would be like oh it's a fun lego game oh my god if you buy me i need to buy this character mum 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 buy me this character yeah they knew what they were doing it was the same with disney infinity except disney infinity lost its appeal when they realized that you couldn't use certain characters in certain worlds like you could only use the star wars characters in disney infinity in the star wars worlds oh so disney infinity fell off like as soon as it came out did Disney Infinity have like a proper plot to it then, like a story I don't plot? Know. Well, no, it had like the different like each world had its own like missions. I think. Oh, okay, yeah, because I know that. The like I don't know. How, I don't know. I saw a gameplay of it, but like the people that I watched do it, would they streamed it and never uploaded the full video? Uh, so okay, I yeah, because I remember I, the game. I know the Lego Dimensions had a. Um, no, it had a, a story. Proper, yeah. A proper story behind it, yeah, and that each pack kind of linked to it, but you didn't have to get each pack it was i don't know it's weird it was just a way to it, it literally is was a game made for kids that would just demand their parents buy them all the bits like yeah pretty much that's all it was they like they knew they knew what they were making and it probably made loads of money yeah because it's lego and like you, the little lego you just buy the little lego sets and you don't think about how much they're costing you in the long run yeah but yeah yeah no yeah that's fair that was video games, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... I didn't see... stop playing anything else yet. I don't know what to do. That's what I like. I'd like to be able to just... I haven't got the money at the moment, but I'd like to be able to just buy the DLC for Ghost of Tsushima so I can just finish it. Like, Yeah, there's so a lot of... Carry on. There's a lot of games I have on like my... Or like PlayStation 5 that have like my purchase tab, you know, like PlayStation Plus stuff and all that. And I always look at it and go, oh, I can just... I'll just start this. I'll play this. And I'm just... I don't know. You know I'm what the problem through... is? What? You've got the issue that I gave myself. You just have too much and you don't know what to choose. Yeah. Like, it's the same start... with streaming. It's the same with watching anything. It's too much content. Like, <laughs> I need I need someone to give me a good... Like, just look at my list and give me a couple of good recommendations and just go, just play that. Just do it. We'll just... Like, just... Just tell me what's on your list. I know I know you have access to Death Stranding. You should just play that. You'll be done for the next... You'll be, like, complete for the next year. Yeah, true. See, I keep going back to Horizon Zero Dawn, and I could, I never get through it. I play it for, like, a day, and then I t- delete it again. But maybe I should just stick it out and actually play it. Don't know what to say. I don't know what games you have, so... I know what I'll games send, I have, but... I'll send you a picture later. Um, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on to the end of the podcast now. We've got to talk about the crap we watched. There's a couple of things that we both watched because things came out last month. Yes. So, Moon Knight well, and Doctor Strange, obviously, but we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, of course. 
Yeah. Of course. Dickhead. How did I forget about that? Fucking hell. Um, um, but, I don't know, in terms of, I don't know if I, did I finish Russian Doll last month or the month before? You have spoke about Russian Doll, I think. I think I mentioned I was watching it. Oh. You were, like, yeah. Season two. Must have been last month then. No, I definitely, I think I just mentioned while, when I was watching it and I was, I, I don't know, I don't know, yeah, because I don't think I have spoken about it with anyone actually. No, I haven't. Oh yeah, I watched Russian Doll season two. I didn't think it was as good as the first season, um, but by the end of it, I was like really enamoured with it. Oh okay. But it was kind of like wasn't was a bit slower than the first season, even though it is only seven episodes. Yeah, they're quite short episodes as well, no? Yep. But yeah, I just didn't get into it as much as the first season. I think it was the the gimmick of the second season wasn't it's as strong. good as the gimmick of the first season for me. Yeah. But that's fair. Uh, and I feel like it separated the main characters too much um, oh, that's a shame but like I don't know it still was by the end of it I was like oh no you know what this was decent yeah um, and then just just to get him out there I watched Disney Gallery the Book of Boba Fett <laughs> I need to watch that I watched that. I've not watched a lot of the gallery stuff I, I watched I've watched all of them now I've watched Marvel Assembled the making of Eternals oh, okay and then I don't know when the Moon Knight one came out. Did it come out last week? It came out like a week ago, yeah. I don't know if it was June when it came out or if it was still May. <laughs> oh, uh, I think it was like the end of May, like the very end of May. Did it come out? What week are we in? This is this week. I think it came out last Wednesday. Yeah. So that's June. That was June 1st. So I, I can't talk about that even though I've watched it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Move along. Um, but that's, that's it for TV shows, except for... Oh, no, wait, no, I watched all of the After Party, didn't I? Yeah. On Apple TV. That was a good show. I watched... Um, the Kind of the main thing I watched, apart from Doctor Strange and, and Moon Knight, was a TV show, and I watched season four, volume one of Stranger Things. I binged that in a couple of days with Maddie. Um, and at first going into it, I was a bit like, I feel like the episode's length is going to be a bit too long. I don't really see why they're doing it this way. And by the end of it, I was like, I was fully into it. I was... There's some plot lines that I, I didn't enjoy. Like, they kind of split the characters off into into three... Without spoiling it too much, into three separate plot lines. So you have, like, what goes on in Hawkins, what goes on in California, and what goes on with Eleven. And... The one that I was actually interested in was the Hawkins stuff. I didn't really care about the California stuff and the Eleven stuff I was a bit on and off with. Um, but there is there is an episode, episode end of episode four, that everyone's talking about on social media that I do think is a really, really strong set piece. Like one of the strongest I've seen in a long time. They, just use, they use a certain song and they use it in a really clever way. Um... But yeah, so that's pretty good. But apart from that, I don't I've not really watched any new TV shows. I don't think. I mean, neither had I. I'd only watched two that you haven't, so <laughs> Yeah, true. Um I mean one obviously of I watched, one of them I watched in one day. Like I watched all of the after party in one sitting. Yeah. I mean there is a new T V show that's come out, but we can't really talk about that until it's over. I mean, I've been we can watching... say we're watching it, but we can't talk. We can't review it. Yeah, that's no, we'll leave it. Oh yeah, Kenobi. Um, Kenobi. Kenobi. 
I mean, technically, you can't re- you can't review Stranger Things because it's not finished yet. Yeah, Series Four Volume One's out though. Yeah, but it's not that. all of Series Four. Doesn't count, mate. Doesn't count. Uh, I've already done it though. Doesn't count. Um, I'll watch it at some point. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like itching to watch it. Yeah. Don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think it's just I hate waiting so long for things, and it's just like ugh. it's been like what ten years since the last season. <laughs> Feels uh, like it. so much. Yeah, has it's happened. been about. Been about three, I think. I know I was, well, I was definitely still living in London, so it just feels like a different time period to me. Like I just like I'm in a different place now. <laughs> the eighties, what even was that? Yeah, exactly. That was like forty years ago. Get over it. Um. <laughs> so I guess, I guess, I guess, films, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've apart from obviously the two main things we're going to speak about, the film and the TV show, I'm Unless... only really. Let's finish on TV shows quickly then. Just talk Moon Knight for a second, for a brief yeah, hour. Yeah, that's, um, let's, yeah, let's do the Moon Knight. So, Moon Knight is a TV show from Marvel. We all know what it is. It's Marvel. Um, if you didn't watch it, we're going to spoil it, probably. Yeah, it's been out for like a month now, so... Yeah, time. but some people, you know, are lazy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Moon Knight. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It took me... It took I, me six I, episodes to like it, but I like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took me it took me an episode or two to to get into it, but I did I did really I did enjoy it. I did think as a series, it felt fresh and new, um, and I like the kind of Egyptian stuff and the mystery aspect to it. I did find it was a bit anticlimactic, but then that's a problem I've had with some of the Disney Marvel shows in general. I think every single MCU show has had, like, finale problems. Like, I still liked a lot of them. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they've been good. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, for me, I was thinking about this with a friend the other day. Speaking about it, sorry, with a friend the other day. And I think, for me, the only one that's truly nailed the landing so far was probably Loki. I don't really... And that's really... the only one where it's, like, a confirmed season two like there's that's the only one that's confirmed that because it, it sets up and neck the next season yeah exactly so all of these have had to be like oh we're meant to kind of end but then also set up some sort of future because these these all these other ones are limited series yeah so like i think loki i think the loki i think loki in general has been the best one so far but maybe it's because they haven't been constrained by like the um fact that it is a limited series however yeah, they've not... oh i think think Moon Knight might be one of the strongest overall series because it is just so detached from everything else MCU. Yeah, I agree. I 100% like, I agree. Think there's a mention of Madripoor, which is the only other like MCU mention at all. And yep. and the Ancestral Plane. Those are the only two things I, that I mentioned that link to other MCU stuff. But I liked that as well. No, I yeah, liked I'm it being... That. Like, that's what I'm saying. I like that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um... And it's a matter of being like, we can tell stories in the MCU that don't have to be connected to the big, you know, story. Yes. Which is kind of what they're doing at the moment anyway. Everything feels like its own thing, really. And that's why people are a bit like, oh, what's what they're building to? It's like, it doesn't matter. Let's wait and find out. <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. Let's just enjoy what we've got for now. Yeah. Um, which is too much stuff. <laughs> so much stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've, I thought it had like a, I thought it had like a cathartic ending. Yeah, like, like 
I liked the last episode. I liked the whole series. It's just, there was something about, oh yeah, we're spoiling this, aren't we? Yeah, fuck. Um, I was trying to say it about spoilers. So, you have the main fight, and then, you know, Stephen and Mark are working together, and it's really, really cool. And, like, you know, the, the fight seems really wicked. And then he blacks out again, and then it's over, to the point of even the main villain has been beaten to a pulp. There was just a part of me... I guess it's what I'm used to with Marvel, maybe. But it was a part of me that wanted to see that. Like After watching the post-credits scene, I understand why they didn't do it. But at the same time, I did feel a little bit like, oh, is that it? Like, is it over now? Oh, all right, cool. Um, so that's the only thing that let me down. I think if it had nailed that for me, I think the series would have been on par with Loki. Because I think you're right. I do think it's the most fresh and the most interesting series because of the fact that it's so separate and that it's it's its own thing and it doesn't really worry about having to connect obviously it'll connect at some point that's by the by but in this particular series it doesn't really care about trying to connect it up it's just trying to tell its own story um which is part of like what what, i mean why like it's probably why oscar isaac even done it in the first place because like I think he's quite probably nowadays he's more selective on what he's gonna do. Yeah, for sure. Especially after his experience with Star Wars and how he's like, I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, what the behind the scenes stuff is actually quite cool to see like how into it they all kind of went, especially Oscar Isaac. Um, okay. Like you can see, he got really involved in it. Okay, maybe I'll give it a and, watch then. Um, I mean, it is obviously show run by. Um, Mohammed Diab, I can't remember what country he's from, because he's not Egyptian, I believe. Hasn't he also just been given something else as well for for Marvel? I don't know. Oh, what did I read? Oh no, he is Egyptian. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think he's doing Blade. Is he doing no, Blade? Blade's already got someone. Oh, what's this guy doing? I've re- I read somewhere in the news that he they really liked his directing style, so they've given him someone else, given him something else. But I can't fucking remember. I mean, what I it imagine was. he's probably going to be around for something else. Like, I don't think he's gonna because he's a, apparently he's a very good filmmaker, and like apparently uh, Ethan Hawke was supposed to be working on him with working with him on something else, but then they had to postpone that project so that he could um, make Moon Knight. Yeah, and then Ethan Hawke got involved in Moon Knight. No, there's nothing. I can't see anything about him doing anything else. Oh, okay. Now you've made me been like, who's doing the next Blade film? It's directed by Bassam Tariq. Oh, nice. Tariq Tariq. Yeah, it's not. Just because it's a foreign-sounding name, Harry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're not all the same people. But no, yeah, I liked. I liked it. That it was. It it managed to diversify the MCU a little bit. I mean, we'll see those characters again, of course. I imagine. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, if the stories are good. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, because it was. It's also that was one of the things is that Oscar Isaac only signed on for that one project. Like he never has to return for anything Marvel if he doesn't want to. That's probably a smart move by him. Well, it's not. I mean, it's also like the fact that Marvel even were willing to offer that. Yeah, I guess that's a, that was like a surprise for people because it's like they usually tie, try to tie you down for like ten films. Yeah, it's a ballsy move from them for sure. 
So it's it's a different yeah, because that's why they obviously can't set up too much as well. And in the, in the end, if if Oscar Isaac never comes back, they can just say, oh, you know, it, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it was its own thing. It didn't leave that lot that that big of an impact. Like it didn't shatter. A, they didn't destroy an entire pyramid or something. Yeah, exactly. Like there was just a big a little battle, and you know we can always just say it was collective hallucination. Exactly. Come on, they haven't even addressed the giant celestial sticking out of the earth yet. So let's. <laughs> oh fucking! You know what? I genuinely forgot about that. So in the end, they could just say Eternals didn't have an impact on anything. Oh yeah, come on! I genuinely forgot all about that. I love Eternals. I think it's great. Um, it's funny though that um, if you watch the behind the scenes on Eternals thing, the assembled on Eternals, they they. They are definitely talking about it as if it's going to be the next, like the next big Marvel thing. Oh, are they really? Which is kind of sad when you consider it came out and it was just the critics didn't like it, even though it is a good film. People are just idiots. See, I've grown. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. I've grown not to like it as time's gone on. I don't. I'm not the biggest. I appreciate what it did. I won't talk about it too much because you know it's not this month's thing, but. Um, if would I be bothered if I never saw any of them again? No, I wouldn't. But excuse me, Kit Harrington as Black Knight has to come back. <laughs> I like Kit Harrington as Black Knight. That's yeah, that's yeah. Like he he didn't do anything in the film. We need him. He's Black Knight, and it makes sense because he's good. And you know, he's they teased up, you know, that he could be in Blade or whatever. So I think he is going to be in Blade. We'll see. We'll see. We don't know yet because that's not even starting to film yet. Oh yeah, true. I don't even know when that's on the schedule for at the moment. My contacts at Marvel have, haven't told me. Unbelievable. Needs to get that nips in the bud. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so f- films. Yes. Um. So, what did you watch? Name one film you watched. So. I watched a film, um, let me get up the details. I watched a film... He's not even ready. No, I'm not. With Maddie's dad, it was in 1999 it was made. It's called The 13th... so so old. So old. That's like like Phantom Menace old. It's it's called The 13th Floor. So it's like a sci-fi, neo-noir film produced by... Is that what Wikipedia says? Yeah. Produced by Roland, produced by Roland Emmerich. Okay, it's bad then. (laughs) No, it was all right actually. It's it's got people. I think one of the the only kind of uh, the only cast member I knew in it was Vincent D'Onofrio. You didn't know Craig Bierko, Gretchen Mole. I don't know who any of these people are. No, but it's basically. (laughs) It's basically no. It's actually really interesting. I do recommend it. Um, that doesn't mean it's not a B movie. <laughs> oh no, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it lost out to the Matrix for an award that year, so it came a out sat- the wrong a year. Saturn Award. Um, Which is a but it's basic. Award. It's basically a group of people. A group of people are making a virtual dimension kind of video game, living video game, and then uh, one of them is murdered, but he's hidden like a clue to his death in the video game. And the main character has to kind of figure out 
who murdered him and if the video game they created has anything to do with it. And then it kind of twists and turns as it goes on. Um, but I found it really interesting. I thought it was a very clever concept as well. So I'm sorry, but my realisation of you saying, I think it was nominated for an award but lost to The Matrix is literally because it's the last line on the... You, did you even not read the full line on the Wikipedia thing? No. no. <laughs> you just, you just... Come on, if you're going to read off Wikipedia, you've got to at least commit to it. No, fuck that. Now scroll down and read the reception part. <laughs> no, because I don't care about the reception part. I do, because that usually tells you if a film's good or bad. But you should be able to make your own decision without having to look at that, no? No, I know, but if I didn't watch a film and it's bad, I've wasted my time and I'm angry. See, I'm... I'm... I, if I sit... If you, if you put me through two hours of bad and I'm like, alright, that was a waste of my time. Thanks for that. Like, that's how I feel after watching a bad film. If I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go in with an open mind. Even if I look at reviews, not like at reviews, but at least at the over, at a rating. Like, yeah. I don't go in depth on reviews until after I've seen a film. Yeah. Even then, I don't because I'm like, oh, now it's ruined it for me. Because <laughs> yeah, I was I was like that quite a lot, but now I'm just kind of I'm separating. It's it's more a matter of reviews. It's more a matter for me. It's more a matter of if I want to see the film, I will see it regardless. Like yeah. But if it's like, oh, that looks interesting, and then I read reviews and find out it's bad, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe not then. Like, I, yeah. But it's different if it, if I'm like, I really want to see the film. Like, no matter what. Yeah. Like, yeah, for example, for example, I saw the reviews were bad for The Rise of Skywalker, and I still went to see it because I wanted to see it. Yeah. I hated the film, but, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the audience score is 64%, which isn't terrible. No, yeah, it's, I think it is a very interesting concept, which is what won it for me. Um, There's a lot of good sci-fi out there. There's just not lots of good execution. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of Westworld meets Tron meets um, something that's, else. Cause that's the other thing is the Westworld mo- the Westworld movie. That's not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, the Westworld film's terrible. Um, but that that suffers from a problem that um, I actually heard talked about regarding Jurassic Park is that um, the writer Michael Crichton he's really good at like build building worlds but not very good at telling stories in them. Yes. So like Westworld had that issue, and then Jurassic Park, which was only made good because of Steven Spielberg. Yeah. But yeah, um, sounds like an interesting sci-fi movie you might see on the Sci-Fi Channel. Did you watch it on the Sci-Fi Channel? No, Maddie's dad okay. had it on DVD. Oh, okay, that's even worse. <laughs> so that's how we that's how we watched it. Now that's commitment. If you're pulling out bad movies on DVD, <laughs> see, yeah, he really into it. He really. I'm not. It. I'm so not I'm saying like... anything. I like. I just love. You know. You know what I'm like. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I love giving people shit for liking bad stuff, even though I don't care at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's ballsy to have it on DVD. <laughs> yeah, he has a really cool DVD collection. To be fair, like he has shit loads, yeah, probably more than you. Count Even them like and then come back to me. Um, but yeah, because when I first saw it, when my first told me about it, I was like, "It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be Connors," because yours was. Well, last time I saw it, yours was fucking huge. And then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh shit, maybe, maybe he has." Fuck. Count them and come back to me. I will. Okay. Because I know I have, at most, 500. Jesus Christ. 
because box sets. I have nine nine. How many Star Wars films are there? There's nine, eleven, twelve if you include the animated Clone Wars. Okay, I have eleven Star Wars movies. Nice. So you know that those things kind of. I have all the MCU movies up to Far From Home. Like those boost the numbers, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Like that's that's why I've got so many. Really, is because of the box sets. I have all the Fast and Furious movies except for eight. Do I have eight? No, I don't have eight. Do I even have seven? Yeah, I have seven. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that was a film from Harry. <laughs> it was. I haven't really watched a lot again this month. I've only got like one more. Well, I have two more films, but one of them I think I've already spoken about. So. Oh well, that's just great. Come on, Harry, commit to the <laughs> to the bonus episode. I know. So I'll rattle off two then. Uh, I watched the unbearable weight of massive talent right at the beginning of the month. Oh shit! How's that? It's, it's fun. It's a fun little bro movie with Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it's been out for a over a month now, so. Yeah, yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about it. I heard it was good fun. Yeah, I feel like they could have done more with the um, more with the the, the bromance, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, it was a nice funny movie. There's some good say sequences. I don't really remember it that well. <laughs> Just thinking of like yeah, yeah I, was like, say, I think, yeah, I think Pedro Pascal was a lot of fun in it. I think he's probably the best part of the film. Oh, he's great though. Like, cause Nick Cage is just. He's not really doing his usual kind of over the top stuff because he's kind of police obviously playing a fictional version of him of himself. So yeah, like he's not that crazy in real life, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I reckon he puts on the eccentricness. Yeah, he's just having fun. Yeah, because if you watch him in interviews, he's like really like just boring. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I would have a boring time with Nick Cage. Um, I also watched another Wes Anderson movie, because I watched one a couple of months ago or something. I'm three okay, away from yeah. finishing my Wes Anderson collection. Which one did as you watch? In, I watched The Darjeeling Limited. Oh, I've not heard of that. Which is, um, it stars Adrian Brody, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Is it Schwartzman? <laughs> I think so. And Owen was, Owens Wilson. Um, <laughs> oh, how was it? It's good. It's not as good as his, some of his other stuff. It feels very different from a lot of his recent stuff. Yeah. It, but it's still very much a Wes Anderson film. Okay. Um. I yeah, I don't think it's his best. Like out of the films of his I've seen, I think it might be my least favorite. But I still enjoyed it. Okay, that's good. And um, I. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny because for once, for one shot, Natalie Portman's in it. The fuck? <laughs> but she was also was in like a a short prologue for the film that was apparently that's something separate, which I didn't know about until I just looked it up. Huh. But yeah, it's all right. It's set in it's set in India. Nice. Three three brothers going to do something, just like reuniting for, and they've got like they're all like very unique characters. Um, they're very interesting. And obviously, actors that just show up in all of Wes Anderson's films, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, have you have you heard the cast for his, one of his next films? No. It's insane. Um, I don't know if it's Asteroid City or the Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. I think the Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar is a 
book. Yeah, it's a Roald Dahl book. Right. So that's another one of those films. But yeah, his next film, uh, Asteroid City, which is a romantic comedy drama film. Nice. Has in it... Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray, Adrian Brody, Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Rupert Friend, Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston, Jeff Goldblum, Jeffrey Wright, Liev Schreiber, Tony Revolori, Matt Dillon, Sophia Lillis, Maya Hawke, and others. Fucking hell. <laughs> Wes Anderson has so much pull, it's incredible. That's insane. Do you know uh, where his first film was obviously co-written between him and it was him and Owen Wilson wrote it together? Yeah. Because they were roommates. They were roommates. Um, they were roommates. Uh... Bill Murray first appeared in Wes Anderson's second film and has been in every single one of them since. Nice. Like, I I I think it just people just like working with Wes Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Like yes, yes, so many. He just draws so many actors in. It's great. Um, I said two. I, I mean, how many more have you got that isn't well, Doctor Strange? I've got two. Right. But I don't know if one of I don't know if I've spoke about the last one, but I don't think I have. But I'm going to mention them anyway. I'll mention is that them Venom? One of them's Venom, yeah. Yeah, which I think you did. I just because I know we've spoken about it, but in my maybe we didn't on the podcast. I think we let's, only spoke about it, me and you, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about it briefly then. Well, yeah. So I watched I watched Venom two. Let there be carnage. And uh, it's not good. It's not a good film. It's what well, made you think it would be? The first one wasn't a good film. Yeah, true. <laughs> what I liked about it was Venom and Eddie's relationship, and I felt like that's the bit you got the least. Like it tries, yeah, it... it tries too much to focus on everything else. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about everything else. I don't give a shit about his ex girlfriend. I don't. I don't care about. Him. Give me the relationship between him and Venom. That's what I want. That's Fucking what make wanted. it a buddy cop movie for fuck's sake, or something like that. That's like Carnage. Yeah, Carnage was fine. Bit of a letdown. Um, considering Carnage and like the comics and the and but, like the nineties TV show was but, so good. But did you like that? Um, that right? Like, did you like that? Woody Harrelson's dating a woman who can scream real good, and then when he gets Carnage up, it's like, oh no, now we're not a good pairing because Carnage doesn't like loud noises. Yeah, that bit I just kind of sighed. Or fire. Yeah. Like when she just starts screaming and Carnage is like, mate, shut up. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was trying to do. It, it just, was, it was trying to be like the first film, but trying to be better, but not knowing what it was that actually made the first film good and the, not good, but enjoyable for people in the first place. Yeah, and, I think um, if it had, if it had focused on, sorry, Karen. Doesn't say, and the, it was obvious that there was a lot cut out, so they could make it short, so they could actually get more screenings in, so it would actually make money. Yeah, if they fo- if they had just focused more on Eddie and and Venom, I think it would have been a lot. It would have been a lot better. Needs a story as well, though. It's like when I was saying about like if 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 the unbearable weight of massive talent had focused more on uh, Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage, it would have been better. It still needs a story. Yeah, like it's it's you can't just. I mean, films aren't like you know. I mean, that would be a bad. Even though some people would be like, oh, I just want to go and see a slice of life movie that's just Venom and Eddie talking to each other for two hours like yeah that would get boring <laughs> yeah true true um but no it's but, not um, a good film the action's terrible <laughs> oh awful awful and like um, i mean there's only one good part in the film and it's just when venom just says fuck this guy just the only good part off. was where venom's in the fucking club and he's yeah, just talking right. that was fun but 
So yes, that was a bit shit. And then I also watched. Um, you're gonna you're gonna burn your last film. Yeah. You're gonna and burn. Also... Okay, I've still got a few more. <laughs> Fuck. All right, you go. All right, I watched. Um, I've got two rewatches, but I'll talk about those together. Um, first off, let's go back from reverse from the last film of the month I watched, which was the first Top Gun. Top Gun, the first one. Oh. Which is alright. It's not. I mean, in in, in retrospect, I've been, as I've been thinking about it more, it's not bad, but it is like it's so eighties. Yeah, it's so and it's, dated. And it's and it's also so. I mean, I know people made fun of this film for it, like in in, in retrospect. But like, I don't think it's a problem. But it's just funny how how homoerotic it is. Yeah. Like, there's men that are just so close to each other in it, and it's like they're not. None of them are gay. Like, <laughs> it's it's clear that one of them is like they've is married. I think. Yep. I think Goose is married. I don't know. They might not be. They might have had that kid out of wedlock. <clears throat> Poor Miles. I mean, true. Um. But uh. And then there's just yeah, and then Tom Cruise is just like, uh huh, I'm great. I can get women. Um, but then when they're all together, it's like, yeah, we, these guys are like, they, there's a point where there's, um, I think there's a character sitting on a bench. Yeah. Yeah. He's like laying on his back on the bench with his legs open. And there is somebody standing like in between his legs, like at the end of the bench. And it's so obviously framed to make it look like they're in a sex position. Yep. Like it's so obvious. I know. I think Tony Scott was gay. Oh. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know because I don't know if Jerry can be a can be a uh, <laughs> a woman's name. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was. Um, yeah. No, okay. Okay. He wasn't. I don't know where I got that from. Then I know he. Yeah, I know he's dead now. But he is correct. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, but I like, I don't know, I feel like, to the, I'll talk about it more next month, but obviously when I saw the new one, mm. it was to the point where I saw the first one the week before I saw the new one, and I had felt like that nostalgia feeling while watching it. Okay. I was sort of just like, oh, it's, I like how it calls back to the first one of these things, like, it has the exact same intro, pretty much. And I was like, ah, that's cool. But yeah, uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't know if the first Top Gun's ever a film I want to see again. <laughs> it's just so weird it's just not, not good i wouldn't say it's not good it's just not great <laughs> yeah but yeah that was one and then i also watched <clears throat> chip and dale rescue rangers oh, i need to see that the new one which is fun it's fun it's like the film has no substance when you once you get past the fact that it is just a bunch of characters we should know and love and references to things but like it's fun yeah like, that's all I really got from the film. I was like, oh, no, I had fun with it. It made me laugh at times. And, yeah, yeah. that's all I got I do, from that I film. do. I do want to watch it. And then I have two things, I re- two things yeah, I rewatched, and then the, a film that I loved. But let's go with yours next. Before we, um, you do yours, I'll do mine, then we'll do Doctor Strange. Okay. Um. So the other film I watched was... It's technically a rewatch because I haven't seen it since I was a very little kid. Um, so you should remember every single detail. Yeah, but I rewatched uh, OG Batman, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I don't. There's some parts of it that hasn't aged very well, like in terms of some of the dialogue and um, choices. But I just, I mean, Michael Keaton's great in it. Michael Keaton's great in general. Um, and I don't know what made me put it on. To be fair, I was just kind of scrolling for something to watch, and I was just, I was, I was just, I just saw it and I went, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. Um, it's just a fun film. It's just a fun Batman film. It takes itself a little bit too seriously at times, but then you also have Michael Keaton, you know, do the whole let's get nuts bit, which is always fun. Um, so yeah, it's good. I do recommend it. I do, I do see why it's people's favourites. But yeah. I mean, I've seen it. It's not, I don't think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of fair. bored when I watched it. I was like, eh, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't for me. I mean, I like, I like, I think I've mentioned how I like some of the styles of it, and that if you made it today, like, with today's technology, but kept it what it is, but with today's technology, I think it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, li- it was limited by its time, as, like, that's one of the, it's like, it's like there's that scene where, like, he's running up the, uh, the tower, and then he just has to, obviously, to look up, he has to move his entire torso. Yes. It's just like that's great. <laughs> but obviously it's it's not great. Re- it's not really a great thing, but I just love that cuz I'm like, "Hey, that's that's so dumb." Do you reckon they've sorted his costume out for the Flash film? I mean, of course. Yeah, I would have thought so. I mean, no, maybe he'll still have like, oh no, 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 they definitely would have made it so he could move his neck at least, I'm sure. I hope so. Like he's not going to be walking around like stilted locked into his costume. <coughs> be funny though. I don't think it would be. Oh. Especially because that's the only reason anyone wants to see the film, because fuck Ezra Miller. <laughs> oh, yeah, the only reason I'm seeing that film is for Batman. Yeah. I mean, I would have been interested in seeing a Flash film that was that was maybe good, but fuck Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Or they are... Um, a person. Just not a nice person. By all accounts. <laughs> not a nice person. Oh, yes. I can't see anyone coming out being like, I'm going to defend uh, Ezra Miller. No, no one. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone. Yeah, but there's no, there's no like, no one high profile, I guess. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Maybe yeah, fans. Yeah. yeah, maybe fans of Ezra Miller are being like, we like them. Please don't hurt them. But I'm pretty sure everyone else is like, nah, total nutcase. He oh, tells. Just... <laughs> yeah, genuinely really does. Um, well, because I'm I'm interested to hear what you've rewatched, but I'm also interested to hear the film you loved. You you know what it is because I've already spoken about it, but it's probably the best film ever made. It's uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, I need still need to see it. Still haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I I think one I don't know. Like it's so good. I fucking loved it because it made me feel everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, Jesus, the title is apt. <laughs> like the film I've has only, everything I've only heard good things about it I mean that's the same, exactly the same thing before it came out like I'd only heard good things and you know when some, sometimes obviously things can be overhyped yeah. and that can skew your impression going into it um, for example like people overhyped The Matrix for me and when I watched it I didn't like it again I rewatched that and I loved it um, but that's after having reasons to see why it was good when I first saw it I was like why do people love this yeah <laughs> Um, but whereas with everything everywhere all at once, sitting in a dark cinema watching that film, um, it's it's fantastic. It's really just yeah, it's the best film of this year so far. 
Like, 100%. Oh, nice. I mean, 100%. Nothing competes. I mean, I loved The Northman, but nothing competes to everything everywhere at once. Fair play. Like, it's got a hard title to say because it's too many syllables. Yes. But it is a great film, and everybody in the film is good. It's like, when the... when when the uh, I can't say the actor's name. I can't even remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays Short Round. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he comes out, you're just like... Oh, it's the guy that played short round, and he starts speaking. You're like, "Yep, that's the guy that played short round." <laughs> nice. Like, uh, and then obviously Michelle Yeoh, she's great, and everyone. Jeremy J- Curtis in that film as well. Yeah, she's good. And the uh, the actress, that, the actress that plays the daughter, was in Shang Chi. She plays um, uh, one the, the 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 wife in the couple that they're um they go on a like double date dinner with oh um, yes yeah um i didn't even realize because i was like in that film i saw that actress is like oh she's she's a woman in this film it's like oh no she's like late teens maybe <laughs> shit like i was like oh wait I, I, how old is this person <laughs> i think they're in their 20s but yeah <laughs> i need to rewatch shang chi it's great so good like when i rewatched it i was like I'm happy I rewatched this at home in silence. <laughs> yeah. With no crappy people in the cinema. Because I love going to the cinema. I love seeing films in the cinema. I just hate people. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> like, just can't you just get rid of the people? Just let me have the cinema to myself, but without having to pay an extra fee. What's up? We watched Doctor Strange. There was two girls. We went to showcase in Blue Water, and there was two girls to the to the right of us that were just on their phones and talking the whole time. And then whenever Elizabeth Olsen came on, that's when they'd be like, oh my god, oh my god, let's have loads of pictures. I think at one point I turned around and told them to shut the fuck up. Because it was just like, people, I understand you're excited, I'm excited to actually watch the film. Like, let me watch the film. But yeah. Yeah, cinema goers are the worst. They are. Go on then, what did you rewatch? Um, I rewatched. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, quite possibly the best film ever made. <laughs> Even though I said that about everything ever all at once, it's Attack of the Clones. Because you genuinely believe that now, don't you? No, I don't believe that now. It's one of my favorite Star Wars films, though, for sure. Like, I love it. There are reasons for why I love that film, like more than just me realizing, oh, there's actually good in the film if you look past like the not great acting and some of the bad dialogue. Yeah. But like, yeah, even when, I mean, as when I was younger, it was probably my favourite Star Wars film. I just didn't realise as I got older. You know what? I generally think it was mine as well. I um, know it's the one I've seen the most. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, there's no doubt about that. Because I had that, I had it on VHS. And I used to watch that VHS all the time. Yeah. Until DVDs. Well. And then I got it on DVD and I never watched the DVD because I'd already seen it so many times on VHS. Yeah. I also just watched films less by that point. But yeah, no, I loved it. It's great. Um, I don't really have much else to say about Attack of the Clones. I just love it. Like it's I don't great. know. I don't. I don't. I don't think I really know why anymore. But yeah, I have reasons. But like, I don't know. It's just great. <laughs> yeah. Like I love to the point the where I'm not even afraid to say, yeah, for me, top three Star Wars films. Fair. Like it is. Like hundred percent. Like I don't. It's my favorite prequel. <laughs> That's fair. Like I, I love, because I also rewatched Revenge of the Sith. I love Revenge of the Sith for many reasons, but I yeah. don't know what it is. I just when I rewatch it, I'm not, I don't enjoy it as much. 
That's fair. Whereas Attack of the Clones, like, because I rewatched, I rewatched Return of the Jedi and the Phantom Menace last month, the month before. Yeah. And I was just bored watching them. I was like, eh, yeah, I tried. Whatever. I tried rewatching Return of the Jedi the, the other week, but I just couldn't couldn't get into it. Like, I still like a lot of the moments. Like, I love uh, toward like the ending of uh, Return of the Jedi, but by the time I got there, I was like, oh, just finish already. Yeah. Um, same with Phantom Menace. Like most of it's just like, yeah. But then when I was watching Attack of Clones, I was like, I was watching it. <laughs> like, I was fully into it. Yeah, I was like, I'm into this. Like, I did go on my phone a lot towards the end as well. But like, I was that was more at a point where I'm like, I already know this film so well, I don't need to pay attention. But like, Obi Wan fighting Jango Fett in the rain, hundred percent full attention. <laughs> yeah, that is a sick bit to be fair. Um, and then obviously I watched Revenge of the Sith, like I said, and that was good. I like Revenge of the Sith. I love Revenge of the Sith so much. Um, but then there's one more film left to talk about in total, and that is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah. So we'll try. We'll try not to go for too long because looking at the timeline. Oh shit! Didn't you know what? Didn't even notice the time. It's fifty-three minutes at the moment. <coughs> Let's bash on and talk about Doctor Strange. So I've seen it. I've, sorry, dying. sorry, 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 sorry. But it's fine. I can mute him. Um, yeah, mute, mute myself. You didn't hear any of Harry's dying because I muted it. But he did just I... die. Um, I watched... I've seen it twice because I watched it twice in the space of four days. Okay, I've only seen it once. Because I saw it with a friend and then I saw it with my mum. So. Nice. And it's fine. It comes out on Disney Plus in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that was quite surprising. 45-day release window, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's already made eight hundred million million or whatever. So, mm. uh, yeah, um, it's good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I a really enjoyed the second it. time, but I did like it the first time. <laughs> yeah, I think going into it the second time, I was more like, I know what I'm going in for. I've seen it all now. I have no surprises. Like, yeah, let's just watch the film this time. And I was like, yeah, no, you know what? That's a really fun time. Yeah, I really enjoyed. I just really enjoyed it as a film. I really enjoyed the Sam Raiminess of it, as well. Yeah, you can tell um, his touches all over it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I. I really enjoyed Benedict Cumberbatch. Elizabeth Olsen was great. Um, and not enough multiverse, I think. But then I'm happy that they didn't just throw. I'm happy it wasn't just a cameo fest. Oh yeah, like well, there is the the cameos we get are literally in one sequence. Yeah. And it's like, oh cool, I'm glad that this is what it is, rather than oh here's so and so showing up to help save the day. It's like, nah, I I yeah. never wanted that anyway. Like, it's one of those things where in the moment it's cool, but then it loses its substance. Yeah, exactly. I Whereas agree. that scene is like, oh that's a really good scene for just introducing all these cool characters, giving us some information about. I can't even remember what the word is they use incursions. Yep. Um, and then being like, "Oh, now they're all now they're all spoilers dead." <laughs> dead. So like, and it's it serves to like have a really good like sequence to see the minds the the state of mind of uh, the Scarlet Witch at that point. Yeah, yeah. And the thing I liked, I don't want to spoil it too much because I still think it's only recently come out. But it's, it's it. <laughs> it came out a month ago. Oh fucking hell, hasn't it? And it's already made eight hundred and fifty million worldwide, or whatever it is. Like, I think people who have wanted to go and see it have seen it, 
And if you're listening to this podcast and haven't seen it, you're probably not in a country that's had it released. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, true. But I like that... Not that not, it wasn't justified, but everything the Scarlet Witch did in her mind was valid. Yeah. Because, and that's what I liked. And then when she came to realise what she had done, she was like, I've gone too far. I don't know, I just I really enjoyed that aspect. Well, of it. it was it wasn't when she realised what she'd done, it was when she realised her children were afraid of her. Yeah. Like it isn't a matter of she realised what she had done because it was I think it was a matter of in that scene it, it's partially yeah what you're saying, what she's done, because like she does say I would never hurt anyone. It's like, Well, excuse me. <laughs> You've hurt quite a few people. I'm pretty sure I saw you kill five four people? Five? <laughs> like at least Something like that, yeah. And yeah, no, of course, like she's 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 quite unhinged in the film. Yeah, she does um, uh, go ham. But yeah, I don't see. I don't. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, you can see why she believes what she's doing is the right thing, or at least yeah. why she believes she is justified in doing it, which she of course isn't. <laughs> You're not justified to kill anyone. Um, no. But yeah. No, I re- yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I think I really just like Doctor Strange as a character now as well. It took me a while to get into him as a character. But... I think. Oh yeah, I've always kind of I liked him a little bit. He's not there's not much in the first film to really. He's just a bit of like a well, he, again with most Marvel like at least characters like that. He's just too much ego. You're just like eh, I guess you're a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you just you have these amazing powers and you're a bit of a dick. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, no, definitely worth a watch. He's still a hypocrite. Who? Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, he always has been, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, oh, do you, don't use the Dark Cold. i got to use the Dark Cold. Oh, no, now I've got a third eye. Like, come on. Yeah. I like how they did a cliffhanger ending and they resolved it in literally... Well, like... it's not... I wouldn't say it's resolved, like, because, like, all it is is that, yeah, the the the, uh, the end credits are sort of just like, oh, he's just come to terms with it, okay. Yeah. Because, like, it's Doctor Strange. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. I have, an, I have a third eye now, it's all right. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, why not? It does beg Tiny. the question of, like, you know when they're saying, like, oh, if there's something from an alternate universe and another universe too long, it can cause incursions and shit like that? Yeah. So what about when uh, Captain America went back in time to live the rest of his life with Peggy Carter in an alternate universe? Oh shit, yeah. How how the fuck would he have released re- uh, returned the Soul Stone? Like can't, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, they like, shot themselves in the foot with that, didn't they? And what about there's a second Gamora in the universe? True. And that the that universe now has no Thanos. <laughs> like. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the, you know. It's, I mean, comic stuff. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day. Oh yeah, it'll never be resolved. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Doesn't like questions we can have, and it's it's fine. No one cares. <laughs> but we care. But yeah, that's um. Unless you have anything more to say about Doctor Strange or anything else you watched. Not really. Do you? Uh, no. I mean, Doctor Strange is good. I'm looking forward to the next Marvel things. For next, uh, film excuse wise. Me. Excuse me, Ms. Marvel's next. I said film wise. Yeah, but Ms. Marvel's still next. Yeah, Ms. Marvel's next. Yeah. Yeah. Just because she's a woman. Oh my god. Come on, Harry. Problematic much? Oh. 
No. Um, but yeah, that's 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 it for another bonus episode. You love you love the bonuses. Um, you can you can you can subscribe and follow for all the other bonuses that come once a month. Exactly. Look, we are everywhere. You can find, like Connor said, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can find us on social media. We are two smoking microphones everywhere. Uh, we have a normal episode every Monday. Um, at a point of that day. Um, we also have personal Twitter accounts, so you can find Connor at uh, at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six on Twitter. Um, and on there, you can find the link to like his link tree and all his personal projects. And you can find me at Harry Young Edits on Twitter, um, where you can find my link tree to my personal projects. I also did a Doctor Strange uh, podcast for the Review Lab, so you can find that on there as well. Um, excuse me, but yeah, unless Connor's got anything to add. Nah, just enjoy your scones. Enjoy your scones. We had scones yesterday, actually. Not relevant, is it? Well, I <laughs> it's not, it's not, I didn't. Just because I mentioned scones doesn't mean you have to tell me you've eaten them. God. Well, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed my scones. It's not relevant. <laughs> Rude. Thanks for listening. <laughs>